Welcome on and all to the Back Hoodie Funky Podcast, issue number 67. 67, that's crazy. God. That's a big number. Yeah, dude. On today's podcast, we're talking about Final Fantasy XV's Kingsclave, the movie. But before we get into that, we've got some nerd news to talk about. And some pretty interesting stuff happened this week. Some big stuff. Sony PlayStation announced the PS4 Pro that was uh, codenamed the Neo. And uh, they showed more off of the of the PS4 Slim yeah. And uh, it's 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 crazy, dude. I mean, like this thing boasts new hardware, like basically an overclocked GPU, like uh, you know, uh, I mean, overclocked CPU, uh, like two times the power of the regular GPU, which is uh, uh they're using AMD, not NVIDIA, which is interesting. AMD is not mm-hmm. bad, but I'm more than that's a lot person. of PUs. Is it? Yeah, is? pretty pretty much. And uh, we're gonna have 4K graphics. Yeah, you know what I love in that presentation, they kept using all these buzzwords that you know people who don't know technology were like, "Oh my god, right. 4K and HDR and freaking GPU, CPUs, great!" <laughs> like, we're definitely after the presentation, there were definitely some people who who game but don't know that stuff were like hit me up. They were like, "Hey, so I saw the article you put up on BadKidDeFunky dot com. Uh, what does some yeah. of this mean? <laughs> like, what is some of this? Because <laughs> it's not uh, really 4K." Yeah, I mean, they they're, they're claiming it's it's 4K. If you're a 4K TV, you will see the experience. They even they even uh, went as far as to say, we're going to show you a trailer now, but for those of you at home, if you don't have a 4K TV, you'll just have to imagine. <laughs> <laughs> just close your eyes and we'll we'll tell you what's going on. Yeah, so but uh, it's it's so interesting. I mean, oh god, and it's priced at uh, what 399, 400 bucks, so another yeah, PS4 pretty much. Yeah. Stop bad. It also looks like they took the PS4 and then added another one on yeah, top. Yeah, it's, it's a big. Yeah, guy. what the? It's, 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 I hate uh, the design. I hate the design, and I'm a big PlayStation guy, huge Sony dude. Uh, I don't like that. It's a little misleading that this isn't really 4K. That it will upscale, which is great, but it doesn't have the horsepower to render uh, native 4K content, which is. Right kind of defeats the purpose then at that point like why not just wait until the next generation i also hate that we've reached a point where like the console generations are reaching a mid console generation where yeah. it's like it's look at the ps3 man i mean the ps3 had so many redesigns and so many yeah. different things but it was the same core system throughout the 10 year period sure it was it was almost a decade of the ps3 Different colors, different hard drive sizes, different shapes, different whatever, same system. This is a completely different system, but yet it's being flagged under the banner of PlayStation 4, and they took a page out of Apple's book and called it the PlayStation 4 Pro, which is just so dumb. (laughs) I couldn't believe they did that. They're going with the whole, this is the iPhone 6, iPhone 6S. Like, here's the PS4, PS4 Pro. I'm like, and what's funny, too, is the internet already is on everything. They're like, so does that make the normal PS4 we have now the PS4 noob since it's a pro? (laughs) Like, they should have kept it Neo. Sounds much cooler. Like, like the Nintendo Wii was a Nintendo revolution. Much cooler. Whoever's naming these things. The Wii U. I mean... PS4 Pro, yeah, and like Greg said, it looks like like a Big Mac. Like it has that, that slice in the middle, like the the bread on both sides. It's it so ridiculous. Yeah, They're double like, look, stack guys. PlayStation. It's so ridiculous. Yeah, people were like 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 photoshopping and memeing like like Oreo <laughs> double stuff snakes. <next laughs> <to it. laughs> that was great. <laughs> And uh, I, I think I think the main push for this thing is virtual reality because we have yeah. PlayStation VR coming out, and uh, I, I got to demo it a while back, and it's it's pretty good. It works on the normal PlayStation, but it's not full HD gaming, obviously. 
Um, it'll maybe not obvious to people who haven't demoed it, but uh, if you, you get certain VR systems like the HTC Vive, which I think is is the best version of uh, VR hardware you can get right now, even though it's really expensive, $800, and you need a really beefy rig, so you need like, you know, like maybe like at least like a 2K computer. Um, <laughs> lol. But uh, yeah, I, I, th- I think since they're pushing for VR, you know, uh, and it's the wave of the future, they're like, you know, the current PlayStation can handle it, and that's what they're really pushing with putting out the PlayStation VR like coming in October, which is soon. Um, they're like, hey, it can handle it, but we have this other system coming out that's going to have beefier hardware, graphics and everything, and processing. So if you want a really good VR experience, you buy this thing. And I really think that's why they pushed yeah. it up. Because, cause, yeah, look, Vincent, I agree. Like, uh, it, it seems a bit early in this console generation's life to, to come up with these new consoles. And Xbox is doing it too. They just, they just haven't shown their hand. And it's funny because somebody at Xbox like what was saying, oh, you know, that's cute. Like the PS4 Pro, like ours is going to be better. The Xbox codename Scorpio. Scorpio. Hank Scorpio. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I, I think it's all for, for virtual reality. So if you want like uh, a good experience, get this new system. It'll be better. Buy it all together. <laughs> Spend a lot of money. <laughs> yeah. I think you it's funny that, that uh, both console gener- or both console companies have taken Apple's naming conventions. So you have the Xbox S, right? The Xbox One S, and then the fucking PlayStation Pro. Get out of here! Get out of here with that! And they're um, even like they're even like marketing them too, because like the all the photos for the new PlayStation are yeah. on like a white background. I'm surprised right. they didn't have like a developer video. Like it's all machined out of one piece of silicon. And <laughs> like, <laughs> well, they tried to do that with Mark aluminium. <laughs> yes, that guy is so aluminium. good. Giant. They tried to do that with Mark though. And he was just sitting there. He'd sound like a robot. Did he sound like a robot to yeah, you guys? Yeah, yeah, so he, he was did. Just like the guy who's, the PlayStation. Um, he's, he's the lead. What is he? The lead uh, hardware architect, something yeah. like that. Some well, like he designed uh, the game DAC as well. He was a game designer. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Adam yeah, yeah. Um, Cerny, right? Um, yeah, Cerny, yeah, yeah. Cerny, yeah. What's his first yeah. name? Mark. Is Whatever. Mark Cerny. Cerny. Mark Cerny? Yeah. yeah. Mark Cerny. Mark. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, he was just like, this is the PlayStation 4 Pro. Enjoy the 4K experience that we have. We understand that. And I'm just sitting there like, he's going to glitch out at any moment. <laughs> glitch. Dude, yeah. He's, 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 he almost, he almost like, uh, sounded like a serial killer. He was just like, we have, we have developed this new system and these new games. Look at this 4K resolution. It's beautiful. Get it now. And I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> is anyone else watching this? This is weird. This is like a horror movie. And uh, when they were demoing games like uh, um, Horizon Zero Dawn, which looks sick. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. my God. For those who don't know, uh, go to backkittyflunky.com. There's uh, a game called Horizon Zero Dawn. And then you play, uh, not Laura Croft, but you play this, uh, this lady with the bow and arrow. Um, it's set in like like a Far Cry, uh, Elder Scrolls, like open world kind of thing. But all of the animals and all the creatures and stuff are are, are techno. They're all techno animals, and, and it's crazy. It's a post-apocalyptic future, so I guess we got blasted back to the Stone Age. But since technology happened, all the animals are tech bound. But the demo they showed was crazy, crazy yeah. detailed. I don't have a oh, 4K yeah. TV. I got a 1080p TV, but look really good. Yeah, yeah, it kind of makes like, me want to get like a, a higher end TV. Like I've been fine with 1080p and like cheaping out, but like man, like looking at Mass Effect Andromeda. Oh my god! I was like, oh my god! I, they're, they're melting my brain. I want that game immediately. <laughs> um, watching that was like the scene in like uh, Indiana Jones. Where yeah, the Ark of the Covenant. <laughs> they got <laughs> just like, 
<laughs> it starts boiling off. But really, though, yeah, while watching that demo for Mass Effect Andromeda was sick. I mean, all the lighting effects, the the, the, the textures, the way the character was moving. And, uh, I mean, it did look like 30 FPS didn't look as fast and crisp yeah. as like 60. You can kind of tell the way you see it. But it did look really damn good. And, and you're right. It does make you want to buy a higher TV. Damn it. I have an excuse to buy a new TV, too, because I can just put this <laughs> yeah. one downstairs in the living room and then throw that other crappy one away. And then ah. I have a full I mean, it's good news for everyone who owns a 4K TV that, I know. that you know purchased ahead of time. Yeah. So yeah, yeah I'm gonna wait for them to go on super sale. Yeah. Oh, because yeah, it also comes loaded with like uh, uh, some apps like Netflix and stuff is gonna be optimized yeah. for 4K. Even though there's yeah. like there's no real 4K streaming, so like, what are you really watching? I mean, come on. I don't know, but it's better than 1080p. I'm assuming. <laughs> <laughs> Much better than 1080p. Yeah, they also showed the new, the new uh, um, uh, Spider-Man game that's coming out and the resolution yeah. on that. that. Oh, my God. You oh can see like God. the textures in his suit and the pores. Yeah. Like, well, was, that, was that was a tech disgusting. demo, too. That's not from the actual game. If you look of at the, the, no, if you look at the, like, the fine print, it's just like, not from the actual game. This is just a blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. fuck you. Yeah, but for, for, for like games. what they show for what they're quote unquote promising, and as gamers yeah. we're skeptical because you know we've seen E3 before. We're not new to this rodeo, right? You know, yeah. but they're like, look, this is how it would look. This Spider-Man crafted from one single piece of silicon and aluminum. <laughs> of silicon <laughs> and aluminum. <laughs> Stupid. God, I don't know. It's so easy to get like overwhelmed by the graphics when you're watching it. You're just like, oh my god, this is the future of gaming, and you, yeah. you, you go crazy, and then you like stop and think about it. Like 20 minutes after it's over, and you're like, wait a minute. None of that was real. It's like all smoke and mirrors, and like Mark Cerny is revealed to be just like a bunch of poodles sitting on top of each other. And like <laughs> glasses. He's like, he's like that alien man in black. The face opens up. He's sitting there with yes. the control panel. You're like, what? Really, no wonder you sounded crazy. It's like, yes. Look at the resolution. It's so much better than what you have right now. Go buy new stuff. And I was like, is this another? Is this a push for them to sell Sony TVs? Is that like you know? Because it's oh, all yeah. Sony. You know what I mean? Oh, so yeah. it's like all, Remember all, when they had the 3D monitors? Oh my god! Oh yeah, I, dude, yeah. The monitor to my. Oh God, he has. Don't one. mind my dinner plate, but yeah, that's the that's the PlayStation. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that because I was like, it would sit there for a while, and I was so tempted because I just stare at it back in my GameStop days, and I was like, nah, because <laughs> it's only what twenty four inches, right? Yeah, and it was like seven hundred dollars when it first came out, and then wow. they eventually ended up dropping it down to like six hundred, and then three hundred, and then one fifty, and then discontinued. But yeah. Um, my days at PlayStation, they they gave us those to go demo out games and stuff. And I, I sat there one day because they when they redid the, the God of War collection, they redid it in 3D. Yeah. I literally sat there for like 30 minutes with the glasses playing it on the TV. And I instantly almost threw up all over myself. <laughs> it was the most disorienting experience in the world. That TV's like 3D was not good. <laughs> for wow. 700 bucks for a 24 inch yeah. monitor yeah it was crazy it was i, I remember it sounds terrible or very authentic it's like like mm. well, what were they going for i mean <laughs> yeah, <laughs> depends right. on the action it's like oh look he's about to throw up it's real look we did it guys <laughs> we did it he thinks he's in there all right speaking of real we have some real other news coming up at the uh nintendo press event where uh, nintendo she's losing my mind the apple press event where uh apple invited everyone from the press to come and see their newest reveals nintendo ended up showing up and was prominently featured in the in the beginning in the first what 20 minutes i'd say um they announced something that I didn't think was going to happen yet anyways. And then as soon as they were building up to it, I was like, oh, God. So the, the, they introduced it's it being coming. like, you know, we're going to have uh, 
something that's never been on the app store before. And I go, oh, my God, it's Mario. I don't know what it was. But I was like, oh, my God, it's Mario. And I thought sure it was going to be say, Sonic. Someone. I was like, yeah, it's Mario. Oh, my God, it's Mario. It's Mario. It's Mario. It's Mario. It's Mario. And then oh. it's just like, boom, Mario. And then, like, you know, you're like, yeah, hey, huh. And then you start seeing it, and you're just like, ah, but it's an infinite runner. Yeah, it's ba- isn't it just basically Flappy Bird or like, you know, but it's Mario, like an official it's Flappy like Bird? It's like they have a Sonic game that does the same exact thing. He yeah, they have a Spider-Man game like that. Yeah. They have the they, Temple they, Run game. Like, it's basically Temple Run, but skin for Mario. Yeah. Although the competition mode looked kind of cool. Yeah, it did. And the, like, you get a collectible, there's a collectible aspect of it, too, where you can, like, then decorate, like, a kingdom or something, they said. They didn't Whoa. show that. But they didn't show that. That seemed kind of cool. I, I for sure thought it was going to be Sonic. I'm like, yeah, like, Sega's desperate enough. I don't even know who owns Sonic IP at this point anyway. It's probably, <laughs> probably changed hands like 800 times. Like, Nintendo will never... Like, I didn't. I did not think it was going to be Mario. I literally almost pooped myself when I saw yeah. it was Mario. Yeah, it's crazy. They actually, um, for those of you who have not been to the App Store within the past day, uh, they have a page for it already. And it's the first ever app page that I've ever seen that says notify where instead of buy or get, because it's not out yet. It's coming out around the holiday season, they said, which means it'll probably, knowing Nintendo, it'll probably be out next holiday season. But there is a notify <laughs> button on there so you can hit it and it'll, I guess, let you know when it comes out, which is really cool. And like the, the polish around that page did look really good. It has like the Mario Red, which is very vibrant. They have the logo all planned out like they have been talking about this for a very long time. It would seem. Dude, or, their their designers must have had fun making that page because, oh like, God, looking yeah. at that, like being a designer, designer ourselves, you know, us be being creatives, it's just like, damn, dude, look at this, how clean, <laughs> how yeah, nice. It's so clean and sharp and crisp. It just like makes you want to play it, even though I don't really. I like know. Runners. <laughs> how do they do these? <laughs> They're in my brain. They're changing my feelings. So. <laughs> Uh, what's important to note is they said in the in the press event, this is not going to be a free game. There is going to be a cost associated with it. Yes. So uh, <laughs> cool your jets there because they will probably still, just knowing how these games can be now, probably still have pay to win features. Yeah. There's plenty of games that are out there that you can pay to play and have and own, or you can fast forward and cheat a little bit and give them a little more money. So... I'm not completely sold on the fact that they're not going to sell out because, you know, it's Nintendo's, it's their second hurrah into gaming, at least, and mobile gaming, at least uh, as far as Nintendo's concerned. Pokemon Go, I'm not counting in that because that's uh, Niantic and the Pokemon Company. Speaking of which, this is a great little segment too. We had official news at that same press event that Niantic is developing a companion Apple Watch app for Pokemon Go. Dude, I was like, what? Yeah. This is something that I've been, I mean, I said it numerous times on previous podcasts. This is what I wanted from the get-go. Uh, my right thigh is going to be thanking them. So my phone won't be on at all times, burning a hole through it, just trying to get those steps in for, you know, hatching eggs and experience and stuff like that. Uh, for those of you who don't know, the watch app is not out yet. I, they didn't really give any sort of release window that I heard. They but, did plug their Pokemon Plus, though, on stage, oh, which is pretty funny. Did. Which is they kind did. of funny because this watch app makes that irrelevant. It actually, I think it's still the other way around, though, because really? 
their device, you can still capture Pokemon without looking. Oh, that's true. Where the Apple Watch app does everything else but capture Pokemon. It will show you even the Pokemon that are around you. And, oh, look, one appeared. Pull out your phone to catch it. But that Pokemon uh, Plus or whatever the hell they call it, Pokemon Pro, I'm sure they'll call it or whatever. (laughs) Pokemon Pro S. Oh, that's terrible. Uh, That you can actually catch the Pokemon uh, just by clicking on the button when it pops up with what's near you, which is is a huge time saver. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, sure. But I mean, like, that's if between the watch app and that little bracelet that they have, you don't even need to play the game anymore. No. You just walk through the world, you catch Pokemon, you're doing your steps, you just. <laughs> it's so terrible. I mean, it's. So I like the watch app. It looked pretty cool. It looked like a down res version of the actual app in terms of the aspects, right? You can see yeah. how many um, kilometers you have to hatch your eggs. You can actually see your player card, which is kind of cool. So if someone shows up, be like, hey, you, you know, you team Valor. You'd be like, yeah, I see. And you can prove it real quick. And then, you know, you get to go into the cool kids clubs. Uh, <laughs> you can also, you also see when you level up. Also, Pokestops, you go by swing right. You can kind of get all that kind of stuff. Uh, it's cool. I like it. It's going to save my phone's battery, which I appreciate because I can't oh, tell you God, how many yeah. times in the middle of work I'm just like, oh, got to gotta go throw this in the back room and charge it up real quick so I can get those goddamn steps. Yeah, they got to have like a Mophie case for real. So I would have been out catching Pokemon and just I remember yeah. one time like uh, I ran into a Snorlax and my battery was about to die. And I was like, oh, no, I have a Morphe case. Yay. And, and that was almost dead. too. I was like, no, no, no. <laughs> throw no. us. <laughs> Um, and the last bit of news that we have for tonight is we talked about it briefly last week, uh, but now it is official. Joe Manganello of True Blood fame and for you teen drama nerds, One Tree Hill fame, uh, has, is officially cast as Deathstroke in the Batman movie. There is no word yet, although it is still heavily rumored that he may or may not be featured in the Justice League movie. Uh, but it's all been confirmed. He will be playing Deathstroke for the DC uh, cinematic universe, which is interesting because we we're, we're, I know Vincent, you'd never heard of him before. So you looked him up and right. you're like, isn't that the guy from Arrow? Looks no. exactly the same. This, His doppelganger. Yeah, right. Like it's they could be brothers. Actually, that'd be a really cool like buddy cop comedy thing that shows up. Brothers separated at birth. Both cops. <laughs> this one's the goofy one. This one's the serious one. Tune in for Manga Manu. That's what I'm going to call it. <laughs> one is hard boiled. The other is boiled hard. What? <laughs> Tune in. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm Yeah, I, I, I didn't realize that, that I wanted this fight between between uh, Manganello and, and uh, Affleck until right. now. You know, yeah. I was like, holy crap. Like, that's the guy that got that's That's a big dude. You know yeah. what I mean? Because like uh, when you see Suicide Squad and you see and you see in Batman for Superman Ben Affleck in action as Batman. I mean, say what you want about BVS. I mean, it was terrible. But uh, that scene where he's in the warehouse and he's destroying those guys. I mean, he oh, one yeah, arm suplexes a guy into the wood yeah. freaking floor. Ridiculous. I couldn't see like Jared Leto's Joker standing in that room going toe to toe with Ben Affleck's Batman. But Joe Manganiello. Okay, as Deathstroke, even if he has the mask off, just standing there and, you know, going face to face with the huge bulking Ben Affleck. It's like, dude, those guys facing off? Hell yeah, yeah. that's going to be a slugfest. I would like, I would like, yeah, I was like, damn, that's what they got. He, he has good acting chops, really good acting chops. Oh, and, yeah. uh, you know, because I've seen him in, in True Blood. True Blood. Yeah, he's yeah. actually a funny dude in real life. 
He, it, um, it was pretty cool. Yeah, whenever I watch like YouTube videos of him on panels and stuff, he like yeah. jokes around. He has fun. And I'm like, hey, it's just like it's a really really chill dude. You know? Yeah, yeah. He's been on many episodes of uh, the Nerdist that I've listened to, and he's just like having a good time and stuff like that. I almost wish they didn't use him as Deathstroke though. I almost wish mm. they used him as like Catman. So they could actually have like good. <laughs> you laugh, but dude, Catman is the man. What? He used to be this like joke villain uh, back in the I don't even know like seventies, eighties, something like that. And then he got overweight, and Batman beat the crap out of him. And then he like kind of like sulked, and he like went to Africa and ended up living with lions and got like ripped and cut. And now he's just this like badass dude. That would have been awesome for him, but. Yeah, like Deathstroke's are cool because they probably got him because he looks exactly like the guy from fucking Arrow. Oh my god, it was crazy. I like you're like, oh, who's that? And I googled his name, and I'm like, oh my god, it's the guy from Arrow. Like they actually use somebody from like already established canon, and nope. sure shit not, <laughs> but looks exactly like him. Yep, yep. That, that's probably the, where they're getting to the point where like, fuck, they casted that really well. Uh, we should probably get someone that looks kind of like that just to get that that frame, that build, whatever. Uh, but it's good news. Like he's a good he's a good actor. He's a good dude. Hopefully um, they will learn from their missteps from Batman yeah. for Superman. Hopefully. And from Suicide I, Squad. I, I, I think so, because this is, uh you know, like Ben Affleck directing this thing. And apparently he was trying to help BBS along. You know, he was seeing the beats and he was like, really? Is this yeah. it? You want me to do what? We're going to Martha? Oh. Uh, okay, you're the. All right, are you sure you don't? Okay, all right, Zach, let's let's do it. <laughs> but they're doing the same stuff in Justice League. I can already see it in the trailers. Oh man, I I want to be excited for Justice League. Yeah. I love DC. I love the the Justice League growing up as a kid, and I, I hate that I'm not excited about this. And I'm I mad know. at Warner Brothers and Zack Snyder for it because you see the commercial. I mean, not the commercial. You see the trailer, and you see it's trying to kind of be like you know, Guardians of the Galaxy, kind of Suicide Squad is playing around a little bit. Icky Thump has no. Like, it is. It, God, my brain. I just can't even think. It's like, why would you use Icky Thump, you know, like yeah. that song in that trailer? Why don't you use like some like some kind of orchestra? I mean, you don't have anyone, any, you know, like maestro working on something. I know Hans Zimmer retired doing superhero movies because he took too much time out of his life. But I'm pretty sure you have somebody working on it. Like, why not use that? Yeah. And, why, and, and there's too much levity, way too much levity. You know, they're listening to the fans saying, oh, your movies are too serious. But now they're making it a bit too, you know, like like seeing seeing Bruce Wayne smile is weird. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was it was really off putting, you know. Like watching Dexter smile when you watched uh, Dexter back in the day, you know. Whenever he would try to fit though, into normal society, Ugh. the Suicide Squad uh, soundtrack is phenomenal. Yeah. I was listening to it like all day today at work, just on loop, and I'm really impressed by the soundtrack. Uh, just too bad the movie uh, could yeah. not live up to it. Although, yeah. like, like I. Don't like the movie. Like I, it was okay, but it's my favorite DC movie thus far. Like I can't. Like they're just all bad. This is the less bad of all of them. Like Man of Steel <laughs> was just like not a Superman movie. You don't think any just, of the Chris Nolan Batman's were good though? No, but that doesn't count for like this. Yeah, this cinematic yeah. universe. Yeah, like the the Chris Nolan Batman movie sure are far and beyond better than all this stuff. I'm talking about the modern like their whole continuity that they're building right now. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It's just been like. Suicide Squad's been my favorite, but that's not really saying much, in all honesty. <laughs> yeah, and I'm surprised that they got all those songs for the soundtrack. I was like, oh, God, is this where the budget went? <laughs> it probably is. Yeah. Yes. It, went, it went into that and Jared yeah. Leto, pretty much. It's like, I mean, oh, Will yeah, Smith, Jared needs... Uh, Will Smith. 
right? Yeah, Will Smith. Yeah, like, we need Will Smith, Bob Robbie, uh, Jared Leto. Like, that's much there. Like music. Okay, cool. Uh, Jared Leto also needs like 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 a whole bunch of garbage for some reason because he's doing method acting. Yeah, give that to him. That's part of the budget, uh, even though it doesn't translate. And uh, yeah, let's uh, start playing this music. <laughs> I mean, yeah. it was cool, like in the theater, to listen to, but like, but, but by like the third or fourth, uh, the fourth song, I was like, "All right, this is gonna keep going. We're gonna be like told about these characters, not shown. You know, the whole show don't tell thing. That's yeah. not that doesn't apply here in this movie. Doesn't no. okay? Just gonna tell us about these characters. <laughs> cool. All right. Cool. No one saw Gardens of the Galaxy. All right. Let's do this. <laughs> Warner Brothers, stop it. Warner Brothers. You need people who know what they're doing. You need people who know what they're doing. You you really do. And so far, no one knows what they're doing over there. You know, because when you watch the behind the scenes stuff for Batman vs Superman, they honestly thought they were making something good. They honestly thought that putting Wonder Woman in there and Flash, people thought they thought they were doing uh, a service to the fans. But oh, people are going to freak out, and we need to have this in there. You know, when you hear them talking the behind the scenes footage, it's just like, what? You guys are so closed off. <laughs> like, who are you talking to? Like, yeah. <laughs> like who? Like what? Like the board of director? Like who? Who are you talking to? What are these fans you speak of? You know, that's like off topic. That's like when they made uh, DC versus Mortal Kombat. You want some behind the scenes for that? They're like, yeah, we thought of Mortal Kombat versus Street Fighter, but we thought the fans would like to. No, no, make that. Make that. Everybody wanted that. They're like, no, we thought the fans would like Mortal Kombat versus DC better. Nobody did. I mean, it was all nope. right. People played no, that it. That game but sucked. That was a terrible fucking game. There are people that liked it, but it was. Really? It's, that was it's, terrible. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it was not, was not good, but they thought of Street Fighter versus. Mortal Kombat, which everybody loves, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Just I think uh, director of uh, that terrible Wolverine movie. It's like, oh yeah, Deadpool has like, n- like you know, knives that comes out of his arms and lasers shoot out of his eyes. Uh, and I quote, "I hope you guys were surprised." I was like, "What? Kill yourself!" Don't kidding. Uh, anyway, moving right along, uh, let's get into the main part of the podcast. Yes, please. Talking about Kingsclave <laughs> Final Fantasy. Welcome to the main portion of the podcast, issue number 67. Wow, 67 episodes. It's a good number. That's insane. I like that number. Not as much as 68, but you know. Yeah, or Rocket 69, Rocket 68. (laughs) Fallout. Fallout, everybody. If you got it, kudos. All right, everyone. Welcome to the Back in Funky podcast, talking about Final Fantasy XV's King's Glaive. Thank to everyone who's been following on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram. Listen to us on iTunes. And listen to us on SoundCloud and your favorite podcasting apps. There's a whole bunch of them. I got shown a couple the other day. So my buddies are like, oh, look, I listened to you on here. Oh, that's great. Never heard anything before. There's a ton. <laughs> Google them. Look them up. But uh, yeah, guys, Final Fantasy 15's King's Glaive. Uh, it's basically a two-hour intro to the movie uh, Final Fantasy 15. And talking uh, about it. On today's podcast with us, we have Vincent from Games on Top and Bad Cody Funky. How are you doing today? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. We also got Booster Greg. Every time you do these intros, I'm afraid you're going to forget to introduce people. And I'm always All just right, sitting we'll there. Cut like, the, we'll it. cut that do out it. in editing. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> what up? And I'm Sergio. 
So, uh, yeah, like, uh, it, no matter what you think of Final Fantasy movies, I mean, we don't count the spirits within. That wasn't real. That wasn't a real thing. It did not exist. Uh, Advent Children was pretty cool, and uh, this yeah. was pretty cool, too. But one thing we can't deny, we're going to get into different differentiating opinions here, but the advances in technology are insane with what they can do now with uh, computer graphics. I mean, you got motion capture is... I have reached new heights of realism in showing how people walk, like micro expressions in their faces. Uh, you catch every single mannerism of the actor portraying these characters and you get realistic hair, skin illumination. It's nuts what you can do. So, I mean, what, what, what did you guys think of this movie visually? I mean, geez. I think you pretty much nailed it for me. Um, I hate video game movies for the most part anyway. Uh, Advent Children is... A completely separate entity for me i thought that like i am obsessed with final fantasy 7 everything about it the characters everything resonates so this was a little bit interesting to have square enix make a movie before we were introduced to playing the characters because that's usually what they do right is that you play the game and then they put out a final fantasy movie and kind of introduce some of the things that they were there so it was interesting because i don't know these people um but you hit the nail right on the head uh this was a fantastic show of technology, and I think that that's what its primary use was, was yeah. to show everybody, like, look how great we are at CGI, look <laughs> how great we are with graphics, we will be able to do this for the game, so you will play the cinematic adventure that you just watched, despite how not great it really was, um, you'll be able to play this. So, I think that's what it was. Uh and I mean, it was okay, I mean, the, but the, the effects were fantastic, but the, the plot was okay. I mean, it was every movie ever made, right? Like it was Star Wars meets Donald Trump's version of America. <laughs> oh God, it really was. God, it was. It had those parallels, definitely. They're, they're watching America and they're just like, you know what? This would make a great story. <laughs> <laughs> Because like literally in 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 one of the parts of the movie, the this this guy goes to uh, this other guy. He's like, "Yeah, we don't need you immigrants here." Yeah. In the city. I was like, "Jeez, yep. holy crap!" But yeah, it, it like the plot was was uh, was kind of thing. It, it was like every like fantasy. It's like, oh, there's this like uh, fantastical empire who has magic and stuff, and there's another one who has technology. And it's cool how they're intertwining the two because it is like a Final Fantasy world, but there's also like cars and motorcycles and guns. You know, so it was pretty cool in the beginning of this movie to see these two warring, warring nations. And one of them was using magic and uh, and the king's glaive, which are like the king's guard. A glaive is a sword, um, you know, to fight these guys. These guys are using uh, like cannons and and rifles and stuff like that. It was pretty. And and they had like summons and monsters. What? That's cheating. You have have Final Fantasy monsters on your side. Like, what the hell? Did you use use, technology to tame them and, you know, and herd them over to like it, it it was crazy. I was like, what? They're riding behemoths? What is right? What the hell? I'm pretty, sure, I'm pretty sure I saw Cerebus in there too. In the, was it the yeah. beginning? Yeah, yeah. that beginning. was crazy. I was like, oh my god, how? How? Yeah. <laughs> Release the yeah. demon. Uh, and there was also a shameless Audi plug too. Oh, shameless, oh yeah. You think? Yeah. Which was again yeah. really weird to see in a animated. I mean, I I know Sony published the movie, so they probably wanted some product placement, but. There's that scene where they were driving to go pick up the princess or whatever it was. And like they're driving in an Audi and they just do like this pan out shot where they just show the car driving and yep. they come around to the front and it's like <laughs> Audi. I'm like, 
damn it. Yeah. Well, Did like they that, do that? I forgot about that because they, they mentioned that at the uh, the Final Fantasy 15 press event that was uh, with Greg Miller and the kind of funny guys. And they were like, yeah, like, they only made like two of those in real life or something like that. Something ridiculous. So, oh, really? Yeah, like there's a couple of them that are out there. And they're like, they're branded like the Final 15 edition or something like that. It's some like super niche market out there that like only one person in the world will actually want. But they made another just in case because, you know, <laughs> you have to have that guy who has the same thing. Um, I forgot about that until I saw it. And I was like, ah, oh, that's right. This fucking thing. And I'm not a car guy at all. So for me, I was just like, this is just like, this is just like in Superman 2 when Zod throws Superman into like the Budweiser truck. <laughs> like, yeah. so or like, or like in Transformers, where, where Mark Wahlberg crashes into a Budweiser truck and then he takes one, smashes the, the it open on the cars, and has a logo facing the camera and starts drinking Terrible. it. Terrible, so uh, ridiculous. That was but, so uh, like I sometimes don't like when movies are that aware. I mean, Transformers, not to get off topic, but Transformers in in general is just nothing but product placement. But like, so to do something like that in a in a movie that's already product placement, but yeah. like. I don't know. I, I kind so of rolled my eyes when I saw that Audi. I was like, this is really out of place. Yeah, that huge like sweeping shot. And it's like, just in case you didn't see the logo, they made sure to put the camera right in front of the car. <laughs> so you, I was like, really? This is this really? A, okay. <laughs> Here we're going to do it. Let's do it. They're taking it from Transformers. What was it? There was one Transformers where like they, they, were, break, they were trying to break into the uh, into the Asian market. So they had a lot of like uh, like Asian stars in the movie. They also had like a lot of Asian products. At one point, like Stanley Tucci was sipping on this like this like uh, Asian milk. I say Asian because I don't know like which uh, like if it was almost in China, Japan, whatever. He was like sipping on the milk and he had the label face the camera. But he was just sipping on milk, and I was like, what? What is this product? Like, this is crazy. What are we doing now? This is. But uh, yeah, this movie is interesting. Uh, yeah, it, it's all and it, it was confusing a little bit, a little bit because in the beginning you have Cersei Lannister, um, Lena Headey, who voices it, and does a really good job. And of course, I mean she's a really good actress. Uh, she she voices uh, the princess, and she was talking about how uh, her she and her brother went to the the the, the king's. Glade, not the Glade, the King's Glade, uh, with the two warring factions because like somebody was injured, uh, like a prince or something like that from the other side was injured. It's like a Romeo and Juliet kind of thing. Uh, it, it was, it was, it was really weird. And then uh, you know, time passed. There was war that happened because because the the Machine Empire pretty much wanted to have the power of of the Fantastical Empire with all their mystical powers and stuff. There's like a a, a gem, a thing that the king controls, and that's where he gets his power from. And in turn, he gives power to his warriors, to his king's guard, the king's glaive, and uh, they protect him. And it's just about like this war, and for peace to happen, the princess one has to marry the princess the other, and this whole thing is happening. But it was kind of thin. It was very, very thin, and there was a lot of new names and a lot of uh, stuff. Like two things that confused me: hmm. that princess did she get captured and then like held hostage by um, the people from um, uh, Nephilim? Maybe I, 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 I think so. Because so it's was not she very getting clear. married to her brother? No, That's no, I, I was, got confused. I was confused about that too, because in the beginning she she did say like my brother or whatever, and right. she pushed in the kid in the wheelchair, but that wasn't her brother. Her brother was the the blonde haired kid who screamed out when they're like, mother got killed, and uh, you know when when that, that that general came through. Oh my yeah. god, the general he looked like like uh, one of the uh, judges, 
of Final Fantasy. He came. Yeah, out, he, he started, looked like, pretty badass, dude. That was sick. I was like, oh my god, I want to cosplay as that. Like one of the judges for Final Fantasy. Still, side note, do that. Also, side note, <laughs> name name future son Kylo because my last name is Renwick. Kylo Renwick, do that. Anyway, uh, so. <laughs> Back on topic, Kingsglaive. Uh, yeah, there were a lot of weird, uh, confusing plot. Well, what was something else that confused you? said you had two things. The second thing I was really confused about was that this Nef- the Nephilim were um, waging war on uh, Lucius. Lucius? Yeah, Lucius. Lucius. The, the, the other city for that crystal. So after 12 years, the king goes, oh, well, I guess it's time for peace. Like... They're not offering peace, bro. They're coming after your crystal. Like, <laughs> I I don't even know what's going on, and I can already tell you that they're coming after your crystal. Why would you <laughs> surrender? Don't surrender. They're coming after your crystal, bro. They don't want peace. There will be no peace. They will take your crystal from you. Oh, you know what? We will we will take control of all the other lands other than your capital. You can you can hang on to your capital. We're gonna take all your lands. Yeah, okay. You're coming after my crystal, bro. I'm not even a king and I knew that. Yeah, it, it, it even showed a map of the other territories being taken while they were safe in their magical... Because the, this, this kingdom of magic had a magic bubble of, over the city, uh, collecting, you know, uh, protecting it. Yeah, but the whole time the king was like, all right, well, you know, this is the only way for peace. Let's let's just see what we can do here. Okay, all right, so you will, you will have access to the city. We'll kind of cooperate in this whole thing. And meanwhile, the other king's like, I'm totally taking that crystal and I'm yeah. killing this guy. Dude, you can't... Oh. Tra- you can't Like, they sent their ambassador who looks like he could be an incarnation of the doctor. Like, I saw him, I was like, mm, he's going to regenerate, isn't he? I, I've seen, <laughs> I feel like I've seen him before. Uh, and that dude is a shifty to begin with. He, he shows like up. He was no guards. How are you nothing. an ambassador? What's that? He looked like he was twelve. Yeah, but he had like this old voice too. And that's the thing about this movie too. Like you can tell who the actual actors who were doing voice acting in it were, and who the anime voice actors were. It was two completely different styles. Yeah, yeah. definitely. And you really saw that with um, what's his name? Um, Nix and his buddy. I can't remember his buddy's name. The, the fat guy on the crutch. Yeah, the fat guy who ends up uh, joining the rebellion there. Yeah, yeah, him. Like, Aaron Paul did a really good job, in my opinion, in the voice Hell acting. Yeah. Sometimes the voice didn't quite fit the look because the guy kind of looked like Ben Affleck to me. So <laughs> there are certain, like, angles they would go. And you know those angles in these kind of movies, the ones that, like, go beyond the uncanny value. Because a lot of this movie you're looking at, you're like, oh, that looks really good. And not that part. Oh, look at this. looks real. No, 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 not that part. Not that part. And then you get these angles and the lights hitting them just right. And you're like, wow, that's Ben Affleck from Mallrats, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> and uh, then Aaron Paul's voice comes out and you're like, oh, yeah, okay. Oh, okay. okay. Here we go. All right, cool. Um, but then you have him next to his buddy who is blatantly like, that guy's only been in a couple things. I looked him up, uh, but they have all been animation. And he's like, ah. yeah, you're like the anime. Like, that's your your style. And yeah, you can it, tell by his speech pattern. Like, the way oh, yeah. he was delivering some of the lines. Yeah. <laughs> you fool! How could you be so careless? Like, so <laughs> anime. Like, so over the <laughs> top, yeah. you know? It's like, how can you serve that king? There's no king of mine. All right, <laughs> you can sit here with us. You know, but yeah, I, I, I agree, Greg. Aaron Paul did a really good job. When I yeah. heard Aaron Paul was going to be, like, the lead 
uh, voice actor for this for for our hero Nix. I was like, really? That guy? Can he really? Can he really do it? He does have acting chops, but for yeah. voice acting, I don't know. But he, I, I think he did a really good job. I mean, for, from the get go, when there's a heart of the battle and and uh, you know he was uh, Nix was throwing around his his glaive and he was teleporting to it like Minato from Naruto. That was sick, dude. That was really so cool. cool. Throughout the whole movie, like they would throw their glaive, their sword, and teleport to it, and grab it. I was like, oh, just like in the game, that makes sense now. You know, like certain things yeah. start like clicking because you're like, oh, why can that this guy do that in this game? Like, oh, it's from the King, and then it's a part of the whole thing. And that are they voicing bad. over the game too? Um, so obviously, spoilers. Aaron Paul will not be probably voicing in the game, right? Um, the Lena Headey, I didn't look up, so I don't know. The ambassador is voicing in the game. I'm pretty sure the guy going into the rebellion is voicing in the game too. And you can see the division too, right? Like the big names. This is not really a spoiler, but a spoiler. Like Sean Bean, obviously, he's not going to be in it either. Right. It's Sean Bean. If you thought he was surviving this movie, then you obviously have not seen (laughs) a Sean Bean movie. And in true fashion, he has such a great voice for voice actor. I mean, he has a kingly voice. He does. I mean, hearing him as the king was amazing. He was kind of half-assing it, though, I felt. You th- no, you think yeah, so? I think Come on, so. Dude. I think like he was when- phoning- Not that it wasn't good, because his phoning in is still great, but I feel like he was kind of phoning it in a little bit. He was phoning yeah, in, phoning can, in. Some of the lines notch. were weakly delivered by the king. Like, some of them didn't really feel like... I don't know, like, he kept... Oh, I'm so old, I can't fight this war anymore. Like, yeah, bro, we get it. You're old, you can't fight this war anymore. Like, he didn't really sound like he, like... I don't know, it just... It seemed like they're like, bro, you're an old king that can't handle this war anymore. That's your that's your motto. You know, go with those lines. <laughs> like, yeah. so it just kind of felt like it missed some delivery. But I, I mean, he did a decent job all yeah. around. I felt some delivery was missed. Yeah. Oh wow. No, I I really didn't get that. Maybe it's my my uh, Sean Bean uh, <laughs> bias here that I was <laughs> that I wasn't you know hearing. I was like, ah, I was sitting there like, hey, Sean Bean, no, maybe he'll live this time. Who knows? <laughs> but uh, but true but true to form, you know. As, as the warring's going on, as uh, you know, as certain plans are being made, mm. here comes this other king coming in to uh, sign this treaty for peace. So maybe the two kingdoms can stop messing with each other. You know, meanwhile the other king's like, I'm totally killing this guy, and taking that crystal, and uh, and the glaives are being uh, sent on the mission. You know, well at, well at first the, the glaives kind of weren't needed because it was a time of you know peace or whatever. It, that also wasn't too clear to me. So at first you really needed the glaives. Okay, the king's glaives, the king's god. With their swords and stuff like that. Okay, because there's a huge war. There's behemoths in the battlefield. There's demons. You have to throw their sword and teleport everywhere and kill stuff. Here comes the other kingdom with technology, shooting and killing as blah, blah, blah. Then it cuts to, all right, well, you can all, you're on guard duty. You're doing this and everything's okay there, buddy. <laughs> like, wait, what? They're, they're like behemoths at your door. Like a, a couple, like what? How long ago was that? Like, why is there this unseeming peace where the king's, gar- you know, where the king's glaive isn't needed? You know, because you have uh, Nix's uh, friend, the, the, the bigger dude. Who was like, oh, you know, he's no king of mine. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm done yeah. with with this. You know, when when their their friend got killed, which is kind of weird. It's like she just went off in an, an adventure to give something to the princess, and like just boy. ended up dead. And yeah. ended up dead. They didn't show yeah. what happened. Yeah. I mean, show us, don't tell. I mean, they told us she was dead, and they showed us her corpse. But it's just like, what the hell happened? She went off in a chocobo truck on a secret mission to get the princess, and then she came back dead, and then. Nix's friend uh, doesn't want to be a part of the glaive anymore because he's like, I don't believe in this because she died and I knew her when she was a kid. And but what happened to her? And then it's not the uh, what? Yeah, it's, I mean, it's this movie like the the storytelling in this movie is crap. Like it's just not good. But 
I viewed it as so like I watched it one and a half times. The first half, I was kind of half paying attention. I was on my phone and I looked up and all of a sudden she's just dead. And I'm like, (laughs) "Okay, what what did I miss? I don't know. (laughs) Really? (laughs) What's going on? So I went back back and I watched it all from like the beginning. And then you that's when you really start to really start piecing things together. Like this is not a movie that you can just putz around on your phone, you know, play the like the little like little stupid Disney matching game with the thing. Right. (laughs) You got to like sit down and buck down and pay attention. Yeah. Uh, And that's when you see the cool stuff like Cerebus and you catch blink and you miss it and you're going to lose a lot of the cool factor of this but even that like i was sitting like all right this is the part where she goes away and i'm sitting down eyes peeled tape on i and after it's done i still don't get it i don't know when she <laughs> like is she dead You're like what yeah <laughs> it just blew my mind she died the bigger guy wants to not be a part of the king's anymore he starts to join these guys who are rebelling because they're like oh the king wants wants peace against those guys we don't want peace with those guys Curse burst. so like we gotta rebel against king maybe kill him or whatever the plan is not clear at all whatsoever yeah but we're gonna do something and then things kick off and now we're back in action it's great yeah um they keep on like I was so I was trying to d- describe the this movie to a couple of people at work, right? And I just kept on getting like these like super Trump vibes, and like they were just like, "Wow, that's really Trump." Like it's because it's all about this wall, right? So like the, the in the city they have a wall, they put it around to protect them from the monsters, and the bad guys, and stuff like that, right? And the people inside the wall are usually better dressed than the people outside the wall. And there's also referred to an old wall, which we turned out is not actually a wall at all, but it's more of a metaphor for their protection. But I'm trying to explain, like, no, 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 it's fine, because there are actually monsters out there. And I'm like, this is just, like, propaganda sounding at this point. Like, I can't <laughs> even. It's like, no, 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 they're really the bad guys. Trust me. And they're there's going to be a taco stand at every corner. <laughs> at every, if, no, it's a taco truck. A taco corner. truck at <laughs> every corner a taco if this wall goes down. Corner, if this wall goes down. <laughs> we have to protect this crystal. It was it was just terrible, and I, I just gave up. I was like, "Yeah, I, I know exactly how this sounds." Uh, but the old wall was really cool when they activated it. Um, was that the Knights of the Round? That had to have been the Knights of the Round. That had to like I, that- I, I want to say so. Yeah, like well, all the uh, all the statues that came to life yeah. and everything, like 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 yeah. old gods or something. I was like, "What? That's sick!" They activate. It's like it's like in Harry Potter and in, in Hogwarts when when McGonagall like cast a spell for for the Hogwarts to be protected and all the statues came to life. And I was like, "Yeah, McGonagall." Off yeah. topic, but still nerdy. All right, we're doing it. Backcountryfunky.com, <laughs> iTunes, SoundCloud, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Back- <laughs> but yeah, no, like the the when they started like coming to life and like you have this epic battle going on in the background. Then you have uh, Nick's fighting that like. What's his name? That evil knight. That crazy general dude who's just yeah. like, I'm gonna destroy you all. It's like what? So what what was what was his end goal? The just kill everyone, I guess. I don't yeah. know. I, I could only think thing. about Final Fantasy Realm Reborn when I saw that dude. Oh yeah. Like, the like when they started talking about Magitech and stuff, which gets really interesting with Final Fantasy, because Final Fantasy doesn't have a continuity as far as timelines go. Like the stories are all just stories. But they use a lot of lore elements from different pieces, like chocobos are always a thing in Final yeah. Fantasies. Despite the fact that these games take place on different worlds, different places, everywhere, chocobos are still a thing, always. Mm-hmm. And like the summons and the Knights of the Round. So it's like it's really interesting, like and I like that a lot, to be honest with you, but like they started talking a lot about the Magitech and all this other stuff, which uh, I don't know if any of you guys played Realm Reborn. It didn't get oh, received yeah. super well, but I actually really enjoyed it. I as liked far it. As I, I liked it, yeah. 
that's all I could really think about when I saw him. And I'm like, oh, that's really interesting because like mm. Final Fantasy games typically don't follow any sort of timeline, but this seems like this would be a part of the Realm Reborn timeline, but mm. that was... Because like the Nephilim went around destroying everything and warring with all these factions. And um, to be honest with you, I can't remember if the Nephilim were in Realm Reborn when they were uh, fighting in Eorzea, but like that was like your thing. Like you were fighting dudes that looked just like that general. And like, that was really cool. Yeah. He reminded me of general grievous. I don't know why <laughs> general grievous. Like, I'd like to see this guy fight general grievous. I think it'd be a really, really cool fight. <laughs> dude, this, this, dude, this guy was badass. Like when, uh, yeah. when, 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 when Nix was, uh, protecting the King, even, even before that, like, uh, when, when the peace treaty was, was being signed and like, uh, you know, they, they knew that the princess was kidnapped and stuff by, by the other kingdom, but doesn't she belong to the other kingdom? I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know. So it's not really kidnapping. I thought that she belonged to the other kingdom. So I didn't really think it was kidnapping. Yeah. Cause like they were holding her in an airship, which had a monster inside. That was great. Callback. Mm-hmm. If you know what that, which monster that is. Uh, yeah. And then they're like, all right, like, uh, you know, some of the knights, the knights glaive. Okay, like go, go get her, and that was pretty cool. That whole like, like, like Black Ops mission where they just like flew like onto the uh, the ships, and here comes this other king. He comes into like you know this like crazy uh, crazy car. He's like, hey, we're here to set a treaty, and the kings are like playfully talking to each other like Game of Thrones, which which was really cool. They had like the the, the wordplay. Yeah. It's like, oh, you you have a thief in your midst. Oh, what like you know to like uh, what were they saying something about like oh uh uh you know how do you handle the thieves in your kingdom? Oh, will we do this and that? Oh, yes, we're my kingdom we do this my name is sean bean and blah 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 okay well long as you have your situation to control yes indeed it will be resolved shortly and i'm like look at this look at this play they, they know that eat that you know they're both not on the level and it's about to go down and then when it goes down it, it was it was so cool to see uh the the king from the technology kingdom like break out a gun and then uh and then the king of this kingdom just like puts his hand up and like all these like like magic glaives like like come out and and the, the same thing with the rest of his knights in the room and they're like oh my god what the fuck is happening dude and it all goes down and then that knight comes in and he's like hey what's up everybody i'm here and he starts like killing everyone I'm like oh my god so is he gonna be the big baddie in the game do you think like that i hope so Ooh. he's probably the big baddie like i just remember the um like one of the tech demos they gave or that what was it that like i don't know whatever it was maybe it was the free demo that they gave out on final fantasy 15 where like you were fighting in that plaza that big giant monster and like you're putting out like oh, yeah. shields and stuff like mm-hmm. it made a lot more sense seeing that movie kind of that clash between like you said the technology versus the magic users and it also gives um a really interesting spin on it right because like i'm a fan of ma- the materia system in you know final fantasy 10 you had like sphere grid and like that's how you got your magic but like you know in advent children and all these stuff like it's always about materia and here like the crystals giving these people their powers so i thought it was really cool that we got kind of like that foreshadowing into the into the game of like here's why these people can like do magic because i felt that watching the tech demos and the like that free gameplay like 30 minute gameplay demo that they gave out i felt the magic was really out of place in the time period yeah. that it looked yeah. like the game was in but yeah. it makes sense now yeah i mean yeah, they, it, it definitely was was just like it was good at generating hype for the movie and that wasn't really its original intent i don't think or for the game sorry for, uh because they're supposed to come out at the same time or roughly the same time yeah they were but the game is delayed until November. 
It's originally supposed I, to come out on the 30th which, of this month, which is nice. And I, I do think it's a good thing it was delayed because this movie coming out now, like it, it, ex, it, it kind of, uh, like, like Vince's, it kind of explains a little bit. I mean, oh, yeah. I, I, I did when the when that demo was officially released, I felt like, okay, they look, the, 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 the guys look modern, they have modern kind of clothes, they're in a car on a road trip, but there's also magic. So you're trying to meld the two together, but this is this whole movie is a great explanation uh, yeah. for the game and like why things are the way they are, what goes on. And this all takes place before the game because like the main no, character it takes place in, at the same time uh, th- no i thought it still plays before same because the, the main character in the game is like the uh the, the prince dude like he's a prince right but he does he it's the same time he's out on a road trip with his buddies and this is happening at the same time mm. yeah so like you know it's obviously we don't know what the time frame of this whole movie was or what the whole game will be so like obviously the game goes beyond what the movie does but at least there's a segment of the, this movie happens in some segment of the game at the right. same time. So I'm sure you're going to have to protect the crystal from the game. Right, right. You probably have to do something crazy like that. I would love if um, that general wasn't the big bad, but like a secret boss that you could find that you would like uh, only really know to find awesome. if you watch the movie, right? Um, or if like, you know, Nyx shows up somewhere as a ghost or something or like a weird summon or like maybe he joins the Kings or whatever. Uh, I'd love some sort of callback to that because Nyx was such a badass and I wasn't expecting that at all. I was kind of expecting him just to be like a little bitch in all honesty. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, look oh, yeah, at the guy. Yeah, seriously, yeah. I, I really did too. I really didn't think he was going to be like the guy. Like he was going to yeah. be he's basically Batman. <laughs> yeah. Everybody yeah. kept like calling him like hero. Like yeah. throughout the whole movie. So like I I assumed that he was eventually like that he was going to be in the game that like he would be like because I know from a lot of the video and stuff like he wasn't one of the playable characters. But I, I for sure thought he was going to be an important NPC, which is like I was like, oh, damn. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> they kept like, oh, hero. And I'm like, oh, this guy is going to be really important, like in the game. But no, that didn't nope. happen. No, he's gone. Did. He used up all the power inside of him. <laughs> I got yeah, the the, yeah, that was really cool. Like the like the the king, the king has a ring that taps into. It's kind of like it's like, like he's a Green Lantern, you know. There's like it's like a power <laughs> yeah. source, and he has a ring that yeah. kind of like connects to it, and that's how he can like ah, uh, you know. And then he could pass off the ring, and whoever is deemed worthy puts on the ring, and then the old kings judge you, and then if you're good, okay, you get some some cool powers. But if not, you immediately just burn in hell. Like it's yeah. like that was crazy, absolutely crazy. You could easily use that for a quick escape. Like if like someone's about to kill you, you put it on the time slows, and then before the ju- the king's gonna judge, you just take it off and run away. <laughs> you, you put it on, you get transported to the other realm. Like all right, let's see if uh, you just take it off. Like, <laughs> you look around, you're like, oh, I took a wrong, I took a wrong turn in Albuquerque, and just take it off, and then you're gone. Every like, every time you put it back on, they're like, hey, stop doing that, and then you just take it off. <laughs> <laughs> you keep on, hey, this isn't where I parked my car. Take it off. They're like, all right, when he comes back, guys, we're gonna get him. All right, we're totally gonna get him because this is bull. All right. It's like a game of whack-a-mole with the kings. Yeah, yeah. And I love that they showed that, like, uh, the guy should have put it on, uh, like, the princess's brother. He's like, oh, I'm worthy. I'm going to be it now. Because, like, wait a minute. You wanted the power for yourself? What? Okay, this guy comes out of nowhere. Tries to put on the ring of the king. Yeah. Tries to tap into the power of the Green Lantern uh, crystal. And uh, <laughs> and he's like, oh, no. what? Ha- I'm on fire. I'm not worthy. Oh, no. And then. Oh, no. The yeah. Which one is that? They, uh, they kind of kept alluding that she would be holding the ring. You know, she would yeah. put it on her finger. Didn't yeah. you think that was gonna happen? She was yeah. gonna be the new Yeah, I thought she was gonna put it on and be like, you know, this transform into like this like ultimate summon kind of crazy <laughs> thing. Just, right? You're seeing with like, like Yeah. 
And then the battle hymn plays. Yeah. I kind of I kind of uh, miss that in this movie. I know this movie's supposed to be a little more serious, but like in Advent Children, that was someone's ringtone. Yeah, like well, well they, they had something. Uh, uh, what did they have? They, they they did have a tune in there where when a bunch of the cars were arriving, they had the da 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 oh, yeah. yeah, right. I was like, oh shit! Chocolate <laughs> theme. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was pretty yeah. cool when all the cars were arriving for the uh, for all the diplomats, and so I thought that was oh, pretty God. cool. Yeah. Uh, what do you guys think about the action in this movie? Holy oh, God, it was great. Okay, action great. action in this or action in Advent Children. Go. Oh, it's so tough. Yeah. I don't know, just that final scene of Advent Children when like everybody was helping Cloud like yeah. get oh to the God. sky Dude. to just like I forget even what monster it was. Was it a big Leviathan or something that he was trying to kill? Like, I don't even remember. Uh, I remember. But I like when remember. he was just like going up and up and everybody was like, Hey man, like you're the best, pal, like such a cool scene, Dude, but the, the feels that it took you on because they're all help, like they're all helping right. him. It was, it was so sick. Like he he would launch himself up and then someone else would jump out, grab his hand, yeah. and throw him up even further. I was like, what? And everybody, I was like, God, that's so sick. They were like, go cloud, fly, go. I was like, oh, okay, there he goes. Yeah. I don't know, but, but the, when when the combos. when the old wall started using the teleporting that the King's Glaive were doing, oh, I was like, oh, my God. I was like, they can do that? That's Dude. cheating. You can't do that. Dude, as, as, as soon as oh my god, like yeah, because like, they were they were protecting him. It was sick, yeah. Nix, because he had the ring. That was sick, dude. When the first one looked over and it, it finished, like uh, you know, what, like, for those of you who were talking about the big statue dudes, and yeah. and it, it took its like big stone sword and it threw it. I was like, no, 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 <laughs> and it teleported. I was like, oh my god, that's op. That's way too op. We need some devs, all right. We need some balances. It needs to be a patch. We need to nerf movie. these these walls. Nerf yeah, we need, we need a patch. It's way too op. Okay, it's not fair in <laughs> PvP. All right, the other the other team is uh, bitching about it. The other kingdom saying it's too op. He's spawn like, camping. Well, you guys have gigantic statues that can teleport and fight. And what the hell? It's like, well, you guys have like demons and summons. Like, come on, let's go. The 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 effects were fantastic too. Yeah, like. Oh, man. I, I just remember that scene too where like the princess first arrived to the city and like they were standing out on top of that rooftop and like the things in the background were floating and there were fireworks going off and like the lighting I was really really impressed with the lighting in those situations because in a CGI environment like some like lens flare is like one of the things like I hate lens flare shots like that so like when they're doing fireworks and everything but you're seeing like these like shadows and stuff like on the the characters where it's like i'm like wow like particle effects like are fantastic like it was so good yeah. it was so good that You're beginning like, that opening scene battle too when cerberus came down oh, was, my, oh god. my god just yeah. so sick that was that was i was like because uh you know there's some movies that you can put on you can like do some other stuff and whatever so i put it on i was like oh, do, do, do. And i was like wait a minute whoa what is what is all of this i thought <laughs> it was starship this. troopers in the beginning the sounds were almost exactly the same the sounds of the rifles and the sound of those creatures i like <laughs> i'm like wait wait and, and even the character models themselves of the creatures very similar yeah very similar to those bugs yeah and then you had like the, the big demons were like it would shoot out a whole bunch of missiles and the particle effects on that were amazing yeah 
outrageous. Like the action in this movie was sick, absolutely sick. At the, the, the end, where where Nix is fighting that general dude, and they're just teleporting everywhere, and the general's just jumping up after him. He's using his great sword, and Nix has his glaive. Like, jeez. Uh, and at the same time, like it turns into like it turns into like like Pacific Rim Power yeah. Rangers, where like they're on their own dragon swords, and oh my God. <laughs> like, like they're on their own swords, and they're just staring at each other, and it's so animated. They're like, ah, ah, escalated quickly. <laughs> it was I was like I'm like it's like Power Rangers like what I'm done I'm done this movie's amazing <laughs> it was like a it's like a half hour battle scene it was nuts yeah. and, and the battle and the, the 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 combat was was pretty clear too you can see what was going on and, and even and even when it wasn't it was just a whole bunch of stuff happening like you would see the big like statues and the demons fighting each other as a general and Nyx were fighting each other and I was like wow this is insane absolutely insane oh yeah yeah I loved how like too like the whole end battle was like the the old wall right like the knights of the round summon and the knights of the round summon is notorious for taking 20 million years to complete <laughs> and then true to form in the movie it was like the last half of the movie i'm sitting there like god i don't i don't want this to end but god damn there's gotta be something else left in this movie it's so long. i was gonna say yeah was that your uh your uh stand-up moment in this movie well what was like a good like uh stand-up moment um for me i don't know i think it's just like the glamour shots in it in all honesty, like when it just looked like you're like, wait, is this real? No, that's not real. Like any of those moments, um, it's going to sound pretty bad to say, but like that moment when Nix is watching the news and just like sitting in his apartment, just staring at random newspaper clippings. I don't know what they mean, but he's just staring at them as if they meant something. But like the way the lighting was and like the, the way the attention to detail and everything like that, it was just really cool. Like you could tell what he was thinking in that scene. Like he was not happy. He knows there's some sort of crazy conspiracy going on and he's got to figure it out. And that's when he like kind of had his like Batman moment, right? Just like staring there brooding. Uh, it wasn't the most interesting to watch, but it definitely shows you where this technology is. And like it's become leaps and bounds better from Advent Children, at least graphically speaking, which is really yeah. cool. There was even, I, I don't know if it's the same scene you're talking about, um, there was that part where I think he was in his apartment and they they were like on a TV and they zoomed out of the TV. Yeah. That yeah, was yeah, playing. yeah. Yep. yep. I literally thought that I had an ad pop up on my phone <laughs> and I bought the movie from, from iTunes. So like I spent $14 on this movie. So I'm like, what the fuck? Why do I have an ad on my phone right now? So I'm sitting there trying to like stop it and then it pans out and I'm like, Oh my God, yeah. that was so real. I thought I had an ad, like the commercial <laughs> or show on the TV. I, I was awesome. like, wait, what's going on? Yeah, it was great. I love that cartoon that they have in the beginning too, that like quick little Final Fantasy Looney Tunes kind of thing. Yeah, that yeah, that was cool. I was like, oh, Remember that's that? that's pretty ingenious. Look what they're doing. A little, yeah. uh, some meta. Yeah, yeah. he was just like, you know, flipping through the channels, like, like flip, flip, cartoon, flip, flip. But it was like the sounds were dead on, like the animation style was dead on. I was like, wow kudos square enix kudos um but yeah just that scene i'm like you think you i like you'd say like an action scene or something like that but it's those little moments that i appreciated where i could get a somewhat cohesive story from this movie is where it really kind of uh, stood out for me i i, I think there's a more cohesive story here than in advent children sure maybe yeah. a, bit, a bit blasphemous to say it, but advent children i think was kind of over the place i, I love the movie yeah. but i i did think it was all over the place it didn't make that much sense i think this had more of a coherent story i could follow along better with this than advent children i had to watch a couple times just to you know kind of think what, what do you think vincent uh well 
to be honest with you, it's been since 2006 since I've seen Advent Children. Oh, wow. Solid. Um, so it's been a really long time. So I would, I, I, it's hard to compare. And like I said, the characters in Advent Children, they were so already prolific and profound that when you're watching it, you knew the characters. So although, again, story-wise, the only thing I can remember is that final scene. Like, that's the only thing I can remember. <laughs> so that must not be a good good look for Advent Children. Um, I, I, mean, I do have to watch this movie again to kind of understand it because it was... It's like watching Game of Thrones Season 1. Like, Game of Thrones Season 1, there's so much fragmentation going on that you have to watch it a couple of times to understand what's going on. And, and I think because of the really weak storytelling that they had in this, um, glittered in with fantastic action sequences and really, really gorgeous imagery and um, uh, shameless plugs from, you know, Audi. <laughs> but like, I, w- I do have to watch this again to really understand like what was going on. Like, I still thought like until this podcast that the sister was getting married to her own brother like i like i was like (laughs) why are you marrying your brother so i was like i i have to see it again but yeah the uh advent children the only thing i can remember is that last scene so i'd have to really go back and 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 watch it it's just i don't know who these people are yet and typically in final fantasy games i like to learn who they are by spending 70 80 90 120 hours uh knowing who these people are yeah. Yeah. I mean, like that's that's where Advent Children had the advantage over the, really this movie. Right. Is we knew those characters at that point. We knew Cloud. We knew Red, Thir- you know, Red 13. We knew like all of them. Uh, Cloud Sith. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah. We knew all of them. They were awesome. We were their friends. Like and we knew Vincent, too. Hey. Yeah. I forgot. About <laughs> him almost. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and it was awesome to see them again in another form and with a much more advanced animation style than what we had been used to. Uh, whereas this one, we don't even get to see the characters we're going to be playing as yet, right? We have to watch the um, anime that's on YouTube if you want to do that. But we get a glimpse behind the scenes. We get to see what we don't really get to see too often. We get to see what the character's father is like in their family, in their hometown. Because most Final Fantasies that I've played have been the kid is separated from the father, whether the father be dead or a villain or we don't know. It's always been separate, a separate entity. So we don't get a feeling for their backstory. So they're really developing that for, um, what's the character's name? I don't even know his name yet. Can't remember his name. It's escaping me right now, the main character, but whatever. I'll figure it out later. Um, we care about his hometown, which is like absurd in Final Fantasy, because all you should care about in Final Fantasy is not the hometown, the opposite. Going out and adventuring and finding chocobos and moguls and <laughs> freaking all that stuff. I mean, Final um, Fantasy VII, I think, made you really care about uh, I guess, yeah. lower, you know, lower Midgar when the uh, plate fell and killed everybody. Like, dude, that those feels were real. But was that really Cloud's hometown? That wasn't we. I mean, no, it, was it wasn't Cloud's hometown. hometown. That was everybody else's hometown. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, it's You're right. nerdage up in here. Yeah. Um, but speaking of nerdage, it's about that time. We're over an hour into the podcast, which means it's time for the secret question. Secret question time. I like that one. That's yeah. A new one. Pen pending. <laughs> Pen pending. <laughs> 
Uh, so, guys, for those of you who are just tuning in for the first time, the secret question is a question that I don't even know the answer to that I get to ask these fine gentlemen just over or under or at the one hour mark of our podcast, um, depending whenever I get to think about it. So things that we talked about this week uh, for Final Fantasy 15 Kings Glaive, we talked about the animation style, the um, the animation, the revolution in it, right? How awesome it's become. We talked about the story, how you really had to pay attention. We talked about the voice acting, the two different schools of voice acting really kind of in this movie, those more cinematic versus more anime. Um, what I want to ask you guys is this, and we touched upon it briefly during the podcast. If there is one character from the movie that can show up in the game, who would you want it to be and why? And we'll start off with Vincent this week. Well, I mean, I feel like the obvious answer is... Um, the crazy general, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, dude. I mean, what a badass villain to have, right? Like, you you think of, I, I dude. I'm such a Final Fantasy VII fanboy. Like, I, I mean, I played ten and eleven and twelve, but like, and I played a little bit of eight. Never played nine, and I played like some of the originals. But like, when you talk about like an iconic bad guy, like look at Sephiroth, yeah. and like. With Sephiroth, though, as I got older, I just realized that Sephiroth was an emo kid with uh, mama drama, right? Like, he had mommy issues (laughs) and then went and killed a lot of people for it. Um, So, like, this dude here, though, is, like, I feel like he brings, like, some sort of uh, different level of, like, badassness to, like, bad guy. Like, his whole, like, that suit of armor was just so cool looking. I'm like, I want that. I want to go wear that right now. I want to (laughs) sit in my house wearing that so I could feel like that. So that would be my answer. All right. Uh, Serge, what about you? Damn it. I was going to say that guy, but now I'm going to choose yeah. something else. Uh, <laughs> I would like that Audi to appear. Audi. Hey. Try for now. <laughs> well, I'm pretty sure that the, the black car that the uh, prince is driving in. That's probably, probably it. By yeah. That's probably it. Yeah. Yeah. The, the general guy is crazy, dude. I mean, only because like he, he was like the biggest part of the action sequences. Uh, I would love um, Sh- Sh- Sean Bean's King character. It'd be, it'd be really cool to, uh, you know, like be, be, become a part of the King's Glaive or, or something and like, you know, have to report to, to Sean Bean as your king and you hear the, his amazing voice acting and you're like, oh, yeah, here we go, dude. Freaking Stark inside of Final Fantasy. Let's go. You know, I would like to fight for that house. It'd be sick. But uh, yeah, uh, if not that character, um, I did think that Aaron Paul did a good job as Nyx, and I think he's a good dynamic character. I didn't think he was going to be much of anything whatsoever going right. into the movie. I thought he was going to be a throwaway, and he c- kind of was because he kind of died or whatever. But uh, I, he was really dynamic, and I and I and I felt a connection with him more than any of the other characters in in the movie. So I thought it'd be pretty cool that or like that weird courier guy with like uh like you know that weird costume like with the. The hat, the John yeah, Marshall the ambassador, hat, yeah. Like the, yeah, the ambassador dude, like that yeah. weird dude. Are you just gonna name every character that has ever been? In All right, let's ever. also and have you know, the, the, the guy missing crutches, there. Like, let's let's have actual players, players. It's uh, let's put all of this. It's good, it's good stuff. It's a fun party. Uh, I want I want to see the ambassador guy show up because I don't I don't trust him, and he had like his his um reactions to things were just weird. When the king was like, all right, go take him out. Go finish the job. And he's like, man, but I want to toy with him a little bit more. It's like, how? what kind of power do you have Yeah, that you are thinking? Like, you see titans battling each other. And you're just like, man, it's a shame to ruin all the fun. 
Like he has got something going on. He yeah, has, yeah. Like, no one watch any outfit. anime ever. You know that those kind of guys, the guys, yeah. are really powerful because like they're not impressed by that kind of stuff. No one wears an outfit that doofy and isn't <laughs> super powerful in secret. <laughs> like, come on. Like he's he's got something. And like the that swagger when he came into the room and like the the throne room for the first time, and he's just like, yeah. I own this place. Yeah. He now started, he, like walking up up the steps to the king. Yeah. I was like, whoa, this guy is, is either going to pull something or he's real. Like his power level is being suppressed right now. He's not yeah. showing his full potential. You know, yeah, he's, he's like over nine thousand. You know, yeah, he's just like, all right. If anybody wants to, you know, I'm going to walk up to the steps of the king, just kind of talk to him for a bit. If anyone wants to try it, you'll you'll see what I got underneath this weird sleeve of mine. Right. <laughs> what is under there? I wonder. I, know, I thought it was a weapon at first. I'm like, is that some kind of weird weapon? Like, yeah, uh, yeah like like the, the nightmare sword from Soul Calibur or something. Right. You know? Yeah. Well, they said sword. he came in unarmed too, and without any guards. So mm. it's something they don't even know. Yeah. True. That's yeah. Crazy. Without any guards, like this one guy from the That's other crazy. kingdom. What? Like, really? You have the audacity? He's like, yeah, I'm good. Trust me, I'm, I'm good. <laughs> yeah. Man, that's who I really want to because I want to see this, and I I know because I cheated. I looked at the IMDb. Like, I know he will show up, but like, cheated. <laughs> You know, like which it, means like he's really important. Then, like, I feel like it, in this movie, if it was just not even really like everybody basically dies. If you made it from the movie to the video game, you're really important to the game. Yeah, <laughs> right. Like that's how you know. I want to see this other king too, like this the evil king. Like, what's his deal? And how yeah. does he? How like how much power does he have? That if we are assuming that the ambassador has a lot of power and he's taking orders from the king, like, what's the king's deal? Yeah, I mean, I'm really, again, I'm really interested to see, like, if there's any ties to, like, Realm Reborn and that whole, like, people there as well that were invading and warring. Like, because if that's the case, man, the Nephilim are just, like, a ridiculously powerful, like, militant nation that just is able to conquer everything. So if this ambassador is, like, the king's right-hand man and, like... And from my experience with Final Fantasy Realm Reborn, like, then these dudes are powerful. Yeah. Like, no joke. Yeah. I can't. I just want this game now. Why couldn't it be September 30th? Come yeah, on. Yeah, I'm actually hyped for that. Watching this I movie, know. It, it, it's hyped for it. And, uh, you know, if you see it after the credits, there was uh, an end credit scene, too. Oh, there was? I didn't say after the end credits. What was it? Yeah, yeah. It was uh, It was all the boys in the car. They're, uh, you know. They're, yeah, you know, and, and it looks it like they're on their way to uh, the, the kingdom. And, uh, you know, they're like, oh, you know, too bad. They're expecting, like, a prince prince. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, whatever, guys. And then the car breaks down, and it's just like, oh, you got to be kidding me. So I wonder if the game's going to start with the car broken down, and there's just like... Actually, a lot of the... Remember, like, a lot of the demos that we saw at, um, like, E3 and stuff, they all start with, like, the car being broken down, and they have yep. to go scavenge yeah. around, right? Yeah, they had to scavenge around for, like, you know, stuff to fix it, and, like, they were out in the wilderness, so that yeah. explained why they just weren't on their way. So maybe, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. that could be, good. like, middle of the game. I don't know. Who knows? It's That's great. Awesome. It's awesome. Um, but I, uh, I have to go watch Brotherhood now. Damn it. <laughs> oh yeah the uh, the anime yeah yeah on youtube for free yeah another thing we got to do is uh and is a podcast we're just no. about that time everyone but you're lucky you get to listen to us on itunes and soundcloud and you mm-hmm. also get you get to 
follow us on Twitter, on Facebook, and on Instagram. How lucky are you? You get to follow us and see all the crazy stuff that we do. Well, so everyone, lucky. this has been the Bad Cody Funky Podcast, issue number 67. We talked about Final Fantasy 15's Kingsglaive movie. What did you think about it? Let us know on social media. Uh, you can watch this uh, replay coming soon on Twitch, and you could also watch the replay on Facebook as well. Until next, everyone, this has been Vincent. Glory to the Sendor Eye. <laughs> That's great. This has been Booster Greg. Good job there, hero. And I'm Zerdy. Thank you guys for tuning in. We'll see you guys later, or we'll see you another time. Or never. Or we'll see you never. I don't have to sneeze again. <laughs> You know, I eventually sneezed after the podcast. Like before the la- before uh, the, the last podcast, I had to sneeze and it didn't occur. It didn't happen until right before we had to start. And then I ended up sneezing right after. It was weird. All right. So <clears throat> we are going in three.